Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. I am standing outside the Cobalt, freezing cold, with the twins from the garden. Hi, I'm Fletcher Shears. Fletcher, what do you play in your band? I play the drums, and I also sing sometimes. I'm Wyatt Shears. I play bass, and I sing as well. Thanks for being on my show, guys. How was your day? Uh, could have been better. Drove through the rain all day. Uh, mostly consisted of just driving. So while you guys are driving all the way from Oregon to Vancouver, what do you like to listen to on the stereo system? Sometimes nothing, but most of the time rap. But doesn't really matter. Most depends what's going on. Basically anything. Pretty, yeah. Pretty wide variety, I would say. Yeah. So what song is each of you in love with right now? Um, I forgot what it's called, but the one we were just listening to before we got here. Uh, uh, what's it called? I don't remember what it's called. It's just a trap remix. That's all I know. I'd have to go with... I like Leaf's new song. It's called Swirl with Jungle Pussy and House of Dosha. That song bumps pretty hard. Now that we've got that out of the way, how about we listen to a song by The Garden? I'm going to play All Smiles Over Here. I would love it if I could get one of you to talk about it before we hear it and one of you to talk about it after we hear it. So, who would like to go first? Uh, I could go before. Um, the song is about um, basically moving forward, keeping, you know, keeping your respect you know, looking in the eye, shaking hands, you know, just making sure that, you know, you're you're strong with yourself, sort of, you know. It's about, like, personal progression, sort of. So, you know, All Smiles Over Here is, you know, just a forward-moving song, sort of, in the literal and, you know, physical sense as well. What? Uh, you said you know, like, seven times. That's what happens when you don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> All Smiles! Everywhere. 
This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard All Smiles Over Here by the band The Garden off their record, Ha Ha. I've got both the twins here with me. It's your turn, Fletcher, to talk. About All Smiles. Uh, it's a great song to play live. We have a lot of fun doing it. Wyatt's up there. He's going crazy. The kids love him. He's got go-go boots on most of the time. That's a great song. I love playing it. So, The Garden, you guys have... I love it when bands do this, but you guys have to find your own genre. You call it Vada Vada. I'd love it if I could get you guys to talk about that. We call it Vada Vada because that's what we feel describes it well enough. It's pure creative expression within ourselves. It's keeping an open mind. It's not boxing ourselves in. Boxing yourself in is fine if you like it, but for the most part, we'd rather keep it open. So we call it Vada Vada. So we have the freedom to do whatever we want inside of Vada Vada. Stated correctly. I've heard that Vada Vada is a world that you guys created for yourself. So, if you could magically teleport the three of us there now, what kind of world would it be? I wouldn't necessarily say it was a world, um, per se. More of just like a mindset, kind of. Um, A world... I mean, it's the way we do things, but Vada Vada can be anybody's little world, and it could be different every time. The whole point is to just have the mindset of Vada Vada, you know? And so our world is what we put out. Like, our world is the garden. It's our side projects and joy. It's puzzle. It's, you know, that's our world. Somebody else's could be something else. But Vada Vada is um, versatile. It can, like, go work in different ways, you know? It's our world that we put out into the public, but if you're making your own world creative and genuine and pure, and it's something interesting and relatively new that you're doing and it comes straight from you and you're putting it out into the world then that's Vada Vada but for us this is what it is for us yeah it can be different for everybody because everybody's different you know you guys are often called the garden twins I've read you guys have your own language if you were going to teach me one word in this secret language what word would that be I wouldn't necessarily say we have our own language as well I think that's more of a thing that uh, got built up over the years I think it's more of just like terms that we use just like any other like siblings would use or any other close friends you know um, one of the words is desertion which can describe like a feeling of you know not not really wanting to be somewhere you know and kind of like you know I don't know we say wow this, this is super desertion or that place is really desertion don't want to go back there you know that's a word but you know as far as a secret language goes I, I don't think we have the time to create one fully you know <laughs> Agreed. Okay, so I have a good friend. He recently had a, his second child, and he got all he got all teary-eyed when he was explaining to me the reason why he decided to have a second child was because he wanted both his children to have somebody to walk through life with for their whole life. I thought I'd ask you for your take on that. I think that your friend probably made a really smart decision because I think as an only child, yes, life can be like awesome, but at the same time, when you're if you're able to be close to someone that you grew up with, like your friend was doing for his son or daughter, I think it really makes, it can really make life special. And, you know, you can really get close to someone and you can be there for them. And, you know, it's it's not, you don't even really have to worry about, like, you know, being lonely at school or being, like, lonely in, like, a public situation because you always have that person next to you, you know. So I think it's, you know, it means a lot, you know. Yep. I agree. I think it's time to play another track by The Garden. I'm going to play Crystal Clear. Who would like to talk about it before we hear the song? Sure, I'll go for it. Crystal Clear is an old song. The lyrics were more of kind of, uh, more like on the anthem side, a little bit less meaning on this song. But I, I, I could describe it as well. Go since I wrote, wrote the really complicated lyrics. Um, uh, the lyrics basically are like, think of a song 
or we're this, we're that, you know, like this is, we're crystal clear. There's basically no BS around us. There's no, not a whole lot of smoke screams, screens. We are what we are and we're crystal clear and that's basically the very short, you know, meaning behind the song, so, you know. Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Crystal Clear by The Garden off their record. Haha, I've got both members of the band here with me. And Fletcher, it's your turn to talk. Crystal Clear is a great song, another great song we love to play. We start off with it every night on this tour. Asia side, Australia side, Europe side, US side, everybody's seeing it. And we've been starting it off with it. We're probably going to do the same thing tonight. So look out for a song, get in the pit, throw some dirt. When you play the same song in the same position in the set every night, how do you keep it new and fresh for yourself? We mix it up, we add new songs. Sometimes we'll pop home for a couple days in the middle of a show or a tour. We'll make a new song, we'll throw it on the set list, and we'll go play it. We mix it up, and then we'll mix around the old songs as well. So, the Garden Twins, your dad, he was an active member of the Orange County punk scene. He was in a couple of bands, one of them being Final Conflict. A lot of people join bands, but not everybody gets to see it from a family business perspective. So I'd love to get you guys to talk about that. Uh, I'd say it's less of a family business, more of a family hobby. When he was playing music, we were not born yet for the most part when he started playing music. So he just played locally, didn't do anything crazy, didn't do any touring, very local. We started playing music not necessarily because of him, just because of liking music genuinely and music was always around. But, you know, every once in a while we go to his shows and stuff like that. But it wasn't really a business thing. My parents have always had steady, normal, like, working class jobs and stuff like that so he just did that on the side kind of yeah it was like playing a sport or something you know yeah so i was reading that your dad introduced you to a lot of the bands that you guys find are still your influences when you guys became teenagers did you ever rebel against his taste 
Um, I wouldn't say we necessarily rebelled against his taste. He did show us a lot of stuff growing up that we would probably, it would have taken us a little longer to find. I wouldn't necessarily say we, re we rebelled, but we definitely moved on a lot and got into like tons of other genres, tons of other like classifications, it's just totally different things. We still look back on that music and cherish it for what it was and for nostalgia and just because we like it, you know? But yeah, we definitely moved on. Yeah. Did you guys ever go through a phase where you like music that he didn't like? Not maybe rebellion's the wrong word for it, but there typically comes a time in one's life where you don't like what your parents like and have to define yourself by what you like. So when that moment happened in your lives, what were you guys into? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it happens from time to time, you know. I, it did as when we were young. I think we always shared um, the key ingredient, which was loud, fast, hard punk music. So that was kind of like the backbone. But we did start getting into a lot of other things that, you know, like my, my mom or dad was not into. And, I mean, it wasn't really a rebel. It was just like, you know, it's just not wanting to just like be stuck in the same thing for yeah, all of our lives. Like, you don't even think about it. You just like listen to music. You like music, you know. It's not like, oh, I wonder if my parents are going to like this. It's just like, oh, I'm listening to music and I like it, you know. And if your parents like it, cool. I don't know half the time I don't show them, you know. <laughs> they Not for any particular reason, but it's just like, you know. They'll hear it in the background maybe or something like that. <laughs> so what does your dad think about the garden? He likes it a lot. He likes it a lot. The garden's a family favorite. It's nothing to really, you know, my family respects it and respects what we're doing, which is we're thankful for. So if your dad was going to give you fatherly advice, what's one thing he would say that you should change about the garden? I'm not saying that anything needs to be changed. Yeah, yeah. If he really wanted me to change something, it'd probably be something I'm not, like something I'm breaking on my drum set. He likes to fix drums. And so whenever I come back from tour with a bunch of broken shit, he'll, uh, He'll fix it for me, so if anything was wrong, it'd probably be something on my drum set. Probably something technical. He just helped me out with my bass head before I left for this tour, so he's always wanted to help out, which is a blessing, to be honest. It's awesome. I think that it's time to play another track by The Garden. This time I'm going to play This Could... I'm going to play... Oh, in the background. That is the opening act, The Pretties. They're starting to do their sound check. So if you're hearing that, that's what that is. So the track that I'm going to play by The Garden is This Could Build Us a Home. I would love it if one of you guys could talk about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, this Could Build Us a Home is basically about what we're doing right now and where it's going to take us. It could build us a home someday. It could not, you know. We don't really know. We don't have too many expectations, but we are focused and driven to do what we want to do. So it's kind of just like the overall like theme of what's going on, sort of. <laughs>
show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard This Could Build Us a Home by The Garden. I've got both The Garden twins shivering outside with me in the cold. Thanks for doing that, guys. All right, it's your turn to talk about this music. This Could Build Us a Home, another popping song in the middle of the set. It's got a little electronics in it. It's got a little electronic lead. Got some bass in it. Got some drums. Got some vocals. Gets the party going in a little bit of a different way, a little bit more maybe a club atmosphere, maybe a little bit of a punk backbone. I don't know. You'll see if you come to the show tonight at the Cobalt in Vancouver. See you later. I hope you guys all come. So The Garden, it's a bass and drums type thing. At some point, most bands who start out that way will eventually add another player. What do you guys think about that? Um, I think we've thought about it briefly, but realized that you know The Garden was The Garden because we're both just in it doing it ourselves you know if we want to add something else i think it'll be a whole different thing we just added like a pad that which is a trigger pad so that's kind of like our robotic third member right now so a lot of the songs on the new album had electronics and like different keyboard parts and stuff like that so we got this pad that he was talking about and it sits next to my drum set and i hit it and then the sounds come on with it so we don't have to have an extra man or a woman so I'd love you guys to talk a little bit about songwriting and how you guys come up with your music. Yeah, um, usually it, it, it's, it differs from time to time because we don't just do it a certain way. We used to, you know, um, like a few years ago, you know, mostly base it out of the garage. So we'd both be working on something and then boom, it would come out. But now we usually, you know, I'll usually maybe start on the computer, add some fake beats and then put all the melody on it and the vocals and then I'll bring it to him and say like hey you know like then he'll put his drums on it or if we make an electronic song which is just purely electronics and then we both sing he'll add his part I'll add my part it it just differs really from time to time but I like it I mean we've been enjoying it to be computer based lately I don't know why but the other day we were running back and forth from computer to computer both making different new songs and then we were like alright you want to add this to this you want to add this to this so lately that we've been doing it like on the computer and like through like keyboards and stuff like that and then we'll add the drums and the bass on after or you know lately that's how it's been going but you know we started just doing bass and drums and we do it live together in the garage sometimes we do that but um lately that's how it's been going and then you just figure out how to master it live you know i'm gonna play another track by the garden i'm gonna play an older track this time i'm gonna play i'm a woman that's off the life and times of a paperclip i would love it if i could get one of you guys to talk about this song yeah um the song actually has nothing to do with being a woman i just tried to it was a very long time ago when i made it so i just tried to make it with eerie lyrics the song just happened to be called i'm a woman the music video happened to be him dressed as a woman and i think everybody took it in a way where it's like they're talking about being a woman but you know i think that's the misconception that always happened but you know as far as it goes i like listening to the old recordings of it but we still play it you know it's around
to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard I'm a Woman by a band called The Garden off their older record, Life and Times of a Paperclip. All right, Fletcher, how would you like to talk about this one? Uh, I'm going to admit to you, not my favorite song to play live, but we play it because, you know, every once in a while it gets a good, strong pick going. But for the most part, it's an oldie for us, I think around 2011, 2012, something like that. It's a great one for the kids. Yeah, I brought it up because you're well known for liking women's clothing sometimes. I have been in the past and sometimes now, yes. What's your favorite item of clothing these days to wear on stage? Gloves. You're wearing a nice red glove right now. It's got two of them. Yep. I like wearing gloves on stage lately. Okay, so you guys have said that you like to make your music quickly. You like to record it quickly. Even your songs sometimes are quite brief. So I'd love you to talk about that. Yeah, I think um, it's... I think, uh, Who would like to do it? Rock, paper, scissors. Fuck it. I think lately our songs have been... It's just kind of been not one specific thing. It's been kind of all over the place. So basically when we make our songs... It could be any which way. It could take a freaking month, you know. It just depends how hard we're going at the song, you know. Sometimes they just come up out of the spur of the moment. I think in the past, we've not tried to make anything quick on purpose. Like, the songs weren't short for a specific reason, and we didn't make them quickly for a specific reason. That's just kind of how they came out, and they felt nice that way. Lately, some of the songs have been stretching a little bit longer. They've been taking slightly longer to make, not because... They need more time. That's just how it's been going. But then we also make songs that are still quick, too. It's kind of just all yeah, over the a place. Lot of the time when I listen to a song, I want it to go on for a long time because I like the song. So if we're making songs that we hope people like, they're probably not going to want them to last 20 seconds, you know? So for me personally, like, I'll, I'll, I enjoy listening to my own music once in a while, and um, I would like the song to be long. At least, like, at least two and a half, you know? Especially now when the songs are, have electronics in them and a lot more vocals and vocals from the two of us, it's more fun to listen to, like, what you can do in a longer time span and how much you can kind of put in there and how interesting you could make it, I guess. What would a five-minute song by The Garden sound like? We have made five-minute songs in the past, but, uh, I mean, probably just like it does now, just five minutes. Yeah, it would... Is probably avoid repetition as much as possible <laughs> alright The Garden you guys are twins you both have side projects Wyatt has Enjoy and Fletcher has Puzzle so I'd love you each to talk about your side project and we'll go with Fletcher first and in the background I'm gonna play Would You Mind Coming Along With Me oh, cool okay uh, basically I do Puzzle because it's kind of a hobby that uh, I put out a lot of songs. I've had put out quite a few albums. I just like doing it. It makes me feel good. It's kind of like therapy. Uh, I sing about things that I don't usually sing about in the garden just because it feels better to sing about it with this kind of music. I don't know. It's uh, sometimes dancey, sometimes romantic, sometimes a little bit sad, sometimes happy. It's kind of all over the place.
but uh, I like doing it and I don't like putting too much boundary around it kind of just like releasing songs and putting out albums and doing what I want to do with it kind of without even thinking because it just feels good and I'm not really trying to impress anybody it's just kind of it just makes me feel good basically at the end of the day it makes me very happy all right so why it's your turn to talk about your project enjoy in the background I'm gonna be playing party bounce <laughs> okay cool um, enjoy you know it's also self-therapy it's fun to listen to even for myself because I'm making the music that I kind of want to listen to and um, I hope other people enjoy it that's why I called it enjoy and you know it's fun to make fun to listen to and you know fun to look back on especially over time it's, a ba- it's a basically like a mini time capsule like about our side projects is because we've made so many albums and so many songs and put so much stuff out that I think it's kind of the thing where it's like it's really fun to look back on it and like listen to it and be like dang like remember when we were doing that at that time and blah 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 because like now it's been like four years since he started Enjoy and like almost the same for me so it's there's a lot happened in that four years so it's nice to look back at the songs and I mean like we listen to our own solo projects like actually quite a bit more than one would probably think. You guys have both said that your side projects are like therapy for you. So if your side projects are therapy, what is the garden for you? The garden is therapy as well. I mean, it's therapy in like maybe a slightly different way, but I mean, I still look back on garden songs all the time and I really like them, um, you know, because if I was, if I didn't like them, that would suck, you know. But um, the garden is, you know, it's a different kind of therapy. Maybe it's not so... I would love to hear what kind of different therapy it is. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, you know, I think it's, you know, it definitely involves more aggression, but then again, so does Puzzle and Joy. So it's basically the same thing, but it's just where we both come together. Yeah. Know? It's basically exactly like Puzzle and Joy. We just come together and work together on it instead of doing it separately. Yeah. Sim- what would happen if we combined our powers, basically? Yeah. Pretty much. I think that we should hear another track by The Garden. This time, I'm going to let one of you guys pick it. So. Wyatt, your choice. What are we going to hear? We are going to hear today the song... I guess we'll never know. And why did you choose that one? Because uh, he whispered it to me. And I wouldn't mind having it on the wherever this is going to be played. <laughs> Lies are made by stories which we think of when we sleep. Sleep is caused by magic. Universe is what I seek. Eagle with no wingspan, call me down now as I weep. Eagle with no wingspan, call me down as I struggle to take your life as you struggle to take mine. I guess we'll never know. 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 Shape shift our way, manifest into a joke, stayed in place. Jester, yes, a fool, no. After time has passed, I can't take the blows. Not tired, nor am I sick. I'm charging like a dragon, and you will not have me ticked. Bright light, 
in my head My pupils are turning red I guess we'll never know, I guess we'll never know I guess we'll never know, I guess we'll never know I guess we'll never know, I guess we'll never know I guess we'll never know, I guess we'll never know I guess we'll never know, I guess we'll never know I guess we'll never know, I guess we'll never know Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard a track chosen by Wyatt. That track was... I guess we'll never know. All right. He chose that track because his brother Fletcher chose it for him. Fletcher, why did you choose that for your brother? Because it's got a lot of lyrical content. It's probably one of the most overlooked songs on the album so far as I've seen. And I like the beat. And I'm his puppet boy and I'll do anything he says. Definitely my bubble boy. All right. That's a great reason to play the song. I'm glad we did. The Garden Twins. You guys, I see, or I've read, I've read you guys played hockey as kids. Do you guys follow the NHL? Uh, We do play hockey still now quite a bit, as much as we can. Um, And, yeah, I follow the NHL as much as I can. I'm not home that much anymore, but I know we're right next to the Canucks Stadium, which I like. And, yeah, I've followed NHL pretty much on and off all my life. I like it. We played hockey like in tons of leagues, tons of different teams, roller and ice, and had a million and one favorite teams. So who is the team that you guys follow? I used to follow the Boston Bruins up until very recently when I decided, what am I doing? I got to follow my home team, which is the Kings and the Ducks. And so I used to follow the Detroit Red Wings for so long. I even like met some of the guys, got some autographs. I used to be a big fan of them. Um, until recently, I had an epiphany. I have two pretty good hockey teams that live, like, very close to my house. Why don't I just support them? So the Ducks and the Kings are kind of where I am right now for support. I basically nowadays, since I've done a lot more traveling in my life, base it off what cities I like the best when my two favorite teams aren't there. So if it's New Jersey versus um, Dallas Stars, I'll pick Dallas Stars because I like Dallas better than New Jersey. No offense, New Jersey. That's just the way I yeah, usually do the same thing with international teams, like the European teams, like Sweden and stuff like that. Like, I, that's how I base my liking off the teams because I don't have enough time to get to know players or like all that. So I'm just like, okay, which country do I like the best? Boom, that's my team right now, basically. Talking to hockey fans is always fun because there's always a controversy that they have a definite opinion on. I'd love to hear your guys' opinion on a hockey controversy. Well, there's been a few in the past. <sighs> okay, I know rivalries. And I've known a few different things. There was the time that um, Scott Stevens checked Paul Correa really hard, and Paul Correa got knocked out on the ice and then woke back up. Scott Stevens was kind of known to be an asshole, so I think that he got got what he deserved that game. And I think he got booted out, or I think he just got a lot of time in the box. But that was in the early 2000s or the late 90s. But I remember sitting, we were probably watching the most hockey. Yeah, and I remember seeing it on TV. And my dad was a big Devils fan, so he was happy about it for some weird reason but I kind of always felt bad for Paul Correa because he seems like a nice guy but he just got laid uh, just out got, yeah, he got laid out pretty hard but I remember that wasn't necessarily a controversy but something that was kind of a bummer yeah. I can't really remember any controversies I can remember so many different moments but I can't remember anything like big that was like a problem or anything but if you guys while driving in the van were going to have a spirited conversation about hockey what would that be? how we miss playing it and the ice smells good and we miss being on a team and it's fun bonding with your teammates and hanging out and like I mean we don't really like hang out outside of the game but it's fun like going to the game and then all of a sudden none of y'all hang out none of you guys hang out outside of the game most of the time at least in our experience but then when you come in you're all buddies and you play and you like go hard and then after the game you're gone and then you come back and it's the same thing me and Wyatt were like 
really big jokesters in the locker room we would always like make fun of everybody and like we were pretty much like the ringleaders of being like goofy assholes assholes, basically but it's kind of like you know like the movie flight club you go somewhere at night you play your game you bond with everybody and then you go home and then you do it the next week or something you know it's kind of like that vibe a little bit less secret a little bit less secret yep All right, The Garden, thank you very much for spending some time shivering out in the alley with me tonight. The last song is going to be Fletcher's pick. Fletcher, what would you like us to listen to? I'm going to go ahead and shoot it off together. We are great. And why did you choose that song? Because I think it's got a great beat. Me and Wyatt, once again, both sing on it. I love the double lyric thing we've been doing in the past year and a half or whatever. And yeah, I'm down with that song lately. Uh, that's one of my favorite ones. We usually do it for an encore. So if there's an encore and I look out, there won't be an encore. There'll be an encore. But I want to hear your take on the song, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think it's a good song. I think it's, you know, one of the weaker ones, if you want my personal opinion. But I think it's okay. That's why I like it, though, because it's an underdog. It is an underdog. I like listening to it. I, I like everything about it, especially since I crafted the whole song and then we put our lyrics on it. I like it. I just, you know, I guess it's one that we just don't play often. Underdogs are the best. The name of the song once more? Together We Are Great. Thank you very much for being on my show. No worries at all. It's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. (laughs) I reside in the VP. I will raise a family here. I will not be swayed by outside distractions. I will not tolerate discontent. I reside in the VP. I will raise a family here. I will not be swayed by outside distractions. I will not tolerate discontent. Shady, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. You're not Slim Shady. My name is Wyatt Shears, and I'm in the band The Garden, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. That was awesome, but can you say the, it again because he was talking over you? You son of a bitch. Um, hi, my name is Wyatt Shears, and I'm from The Garden, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Hi, I'm Fletcher Shears, and I'm in a band called The Garden, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Duh.